Thank you, Dave. Um, let me just speak a little bit, um, and then I'm going to show you some pictures um, that we took in Kenya. Um, let me ask, now that we've got this screen pulled down right here, who can stand up and recite the focus verse for this weekend without looking it up in your Bible? Can anybody? Right here? For what shall a man profit if he gains the world and loses his own soul? Or, or what will a man give in exchange for his soul? Right. You know, when I, I didn't know what your theme was going to be here this weekend um, before I came. And, um, but you know, when I, when I walked into the chapel and I, and I saw that verse up there, um, there was a particular person's name that came to my mind right away. And um, how many of you are familiar with the name Steve Jobs? And you know that he, um, he just passed away um, recently. And you know, um, I think Apple Computer has touched each one of our lives in some way. Um, in, in recent weeks, you know, whether you have an iPod or a laptop or... Um, but, you know, um, Apple Computer, I think this past year, passed uh, ExxonMobil as one of the wealthiest companies in America. And, uh, you know, we, we don't know how much money Steve Jobs had when he died, but... Um, you know, all from what I've read about him, all indications are um, that he he believed in the the Buddhist faith and New Age movement. And uh, you know, sad to say, all indications are he was lost, did not know Christ when he died. And um, you know, what what has it gained him to to have all this money and all these things, but to lose his own soul? You know, all that money that he had. Um, cannot bring him back now to to make a different choice in life about where he would spend eternity. And um, but anyway, that's not really what I wanted to speak about. But that's that was something that crossed my mind. There's a verse um, that I would like two verses that I would like to share with you this morning um, that has to do with uh, missions and evangelism, and that is uh, Romans 10, 14, and 15. And if you have your Bible, you can look that up, and I'll read that. Romans 10, 14, and 15. And Paul says here, How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those that preach the gospel of peace, who bring glad tidings of good things. You know, um, God, God could have used uh, many different ways uh, to spread his, his message of the gospel. He could have used angels, you know, to, to reveal his message. He could have used... Uh, Himself coming, you know, maybe come down in a cloud or something and speak 
loudly so the whole earth could hear the, the gospel message. Um, he, he could have used just his creation, which he does use his creation in a way to reveal himself. But, you know, um, the main way that he chose to spread his gospel is through you and me. And, you know, what a privilege uh, that is. Uh, that's probably the most important job that we could have here on the earth is telling someone else um, about Christ. Um, how many of you have ever been on a mission trip? Let me see. Okay. You know, in, in reality, um, if you're a Christian here today, every one of you uh, has been on a mission trip. You know, whether, whether you've gone to school and someone has seen Christ in your life or whether you've gone to work and uh, shared Christ with someone, that's, that's the mission trip that you've gone on. And every one of us, um, if we have Christ as our Lord and Savior in our life, we go on a mission trip every day when we go out of the house. Um, but I want to speak to you this morning a little bit about maybe God wants you um, to go beyond um, just sharing Christ with someone in your town or in your school or, or where you work. Maybe God wants you to go um, maybe somewhere else in the United States to tell someone out, out of your town, out of your city. Maybe he wants you to go across an ocean to tell someone about Christ. Um, about 10 years ago, um, it was one week after September 11, 2001, I took my first trip, um, foreign mission trip, uh, to Kenya, Africa. And, um, you know, I work full-time at New Life Camp, a CBM camp in Raleigh, North Carolina. And when God first started speaking to me about going on a, the Kenya mission trip, I I thought I had the perfect excuse not to go. And I told the Lord, I said, well, I'm already a full-time missionary at the CBM camp there, New Life Camp, and I don't need to go on a foreign mission trip. But the Lord kept bugging me about that, and I finally surrendered to go on that first trip. And, you know, um, there's something about going to a third-world country where you see people that um, have a lot less things than you do that has a big impact on your life. And, you know, I saw how, um, I saw how people in, in Kenya, in a third world country, a lot of times they were happier than the people that I saw here in America that had so many things. And, um, but I, we met um, a pastor over there named uh, Pastor Joshua, and you'll see some pictures of him uh, in a few minutes. And uh, he's a, um, a pastor of a Baptist church on an island in Lake Victoria, which is in western Kenya. And um, we've been working with him for 10 years. And he's, um, he's got a small staff of Christian believers there that are helping him to uh, evangelize this island and some neighboring islands for, for Christ. And uh, just as uh, Mr. Dave said, uh, this past summer, you you guys here at Tapawingo um, took up an offering um, for one of the fellows that works on his staff, and his name is Eliezer. And uh, he is going around to the schools there on that island and uh, doing monthly chapel programs, um, very similar to the release time programs that are done um, here in Tennessee. And... Um, 
he's able to to go right into the schools and uh, have have programs and share the gospel with these kids and um, many many kids on in Kenya and on this island are are getting saved and putting their trust in Christ. Um, so I challenge you as you uh, look at these pictures and um, I'm going to show a short slideshow and then a short video and um, I hope you'll be able to understand what they're saying on the video. Um, their accent might be a little bit different um, but I think you'll be able to understand them. But you'd be thinking how God might use you uh, in the coming days, weeks, and months, and years ahead. You know we've um, talked a lot this weekend about how you're going to spend the rest of your life. And, um, you know, only the things that are done for Christ are what's going to last. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure that uh, Steve Jobs probably had some friends uh, that were Christians, and uh, perhaps now they regret uh, that they did not give a better witness uh, to Steve Jobs. And, uh, you know, we can only hope that he... He did accept Christ um, before he died. But um, I don't want any of us here to have to live with any regrets that uh, we wish that we had told someone about Christ and, and them dying not knowing Christ. But um, we'll uh, show these pictures to you now. I failed to tell you, um, you know Caleb and Tamara that are here this weekend um, enjoying the retreat with you. They're my two kids, and they went on this last trip with us to Kenya, Africa, so you'll see a few pictures of them uh, as well. And my beautiful wife, Paige, that I failed to introduce. You've seen her working in the kitchen this weekend. She went with, with us too. Sweet. And if we can get the front light. Oh, there we go. Yeah, there, there's no farmer in this one. <laughs> All right, the first picture is we flew a small airplane out to the island um, in Kenya. Caleb sat up front with the pilot. So we'll, we'll call Caleb the co-pilot. Uh, it's a missionary uh, aviation service that we, we flew out to the island with. And uh, here's a picture of Tamara doing some flannel graph uh, Bible stories in the school with uh, an interpreter. And uh, some of the head teachers at the school there, they're very happy to welcome us and for us to be able to share the gospel with the, the children there. The children are always uh, very happy to see us. We, we got a report back that... Um, the children in Kenya, they love it when Caleb and Tamara come, someone closer to their own age, they actually receive the gospel better from them than they do from the adults. And uh, here's a couple of the ladies. Uh, this lady, black lady on the left, she is uh, Eliezer's uh, wife, and uh, you'll see a little bit of video of her later. We, uh, the main mode of travel, travel around the island is by boat because the island is very mountainous. And uh, we're going over on, on this particular picture, was, uh, we're going over to a neighboring island to share the gospel in, in a school. Uh, 
And uh, sometimes we take some Bibles that we can leave with the schools and, and some other small gifts. Yeah, you, you see the front of that Bible. It's written in a language that you can't understand. That's the Luo language. Here are some ladies bargaining over some bananas on the, on the uh, beach area there. The kids over there, I explained to you, they don't have a whole lot. They'll uh, play with most anything that they can find. <laughs> We um, shared the gospel in a, an open-air evangelistic setting in the fishing beach there on that island. And here are some adults uh, that came forward to accept Christ. And we had them uh, pray a prayer of salvation right there. There's the group of them. This was our second time to go back to this neighboring island. And uh, they have been very receptive of the gospel. We give them a little uh, booklet called the New Believers Growth Booklet. And that helps them in their first steps um, after they've accepted Christ. It answers a lot of their questions about uh, temptation and, and other things to help them to grow. And that is pr printed in their own language. Is that me? You can hear my heartbeat. These are uh, all right. These two fellows on either side of me—they were the beach leaders um, at this beach where we did the evangelistic meeting, and uh, they both accepted Christ as their Lord and Savior this last trip. The picture of some more of the kids there in that community—they love to shake hands with you. Sometimes when they shake hands with you, they'll rub their thumb on your hand, and I think they're trying to see if the, if the black will rub off, if the white will rub off and there's black skin underneath. <laughs> yeah, many, many of these kids have never even seen a white person before, and here a lot of the kids walk down to the edge as we were leaving uh, this neighboring island. Pastor Joshua here on the right, um, the pastor that we've been working with for so long over there, he's in the middle of uh, building a building uh, here that will uh, be for a Christian school that he has started. So it's about, about half complete. And uh, this is the school that uh, Eliezer's wife is the uh, head teacher in, and she is, is heading up up that school. Some of the days it gets kind of rough on Lake Victoria. Um, Vic lake Victoria is the second largest freshwater lake in the world, and that's in, in western Kenya. So it almost looks like the ocean some days. It's a very beautiful area with mountains. Here's uh, Caleb doing some teaching in one of the schools. And Eliezer there doing the translation uh, for him. In each of the schools, we always um, are sure to present the gospel, the clear presentation of the gospel. And um, many of the schools that is our first time to go into, um, most times 
all, most of the kids, if not all of them, will accept Christ as Lord and Savior when, when it's explained to them how Jesus came and he died on the cross for, that, for their sins. Um, they're very willing to accept that message. They always listen very intently. Um, you know, especially when an American comes in, they, um, they're very curious to know what you're going to talk about. And uh, so they listen very well. Here are some children that came forward uh, to accept Christ after we had presented the gospel in this particular school. And we passed out the uh, New Believers Growth Booklet to them. Paige um, has had a, a good ministry over there of the True Love Waits program, the sexual purity among young people. And um, as you know, in Africa, um, AIDS is a big problem and uh, the spread of AIDS. And the True Love Waits program, you know, it, we not only explain to them that you want your bodies to remain pure, um, so that not only so that you won't get sick and get AIDS, but because that's what God's Word teaches, that we are to um, save ourselves um, for marriage and the marriage relationship. This is a picture of the whole school there that we were in that one day. This is a family that we um, went into. It went into their home and... Uh, gave them the gospel message. The father there on the right, he um, has HIV AIDS, and, uh, but he and his wife both accepted Christ that day. And um, you'll see a little testimony that he gave in, in the church um, in just a moment on the video. This was their daughter um, that Tamara made friends with. This was uh, kind of a a sports day that we had on Pastor Joshua's property, and Caleb and Tamara um, had fun doing some programs with, with the kids there that day. There must have been over a hundred kids that came, and Paige was doing um, some Bible teachings uh, with the ladies. Caleb's showing the kids here how to make a paper airplane. I don't think they'd ever seen a, a paper airplane fly before. This is one of the neighboring pastors uh, that came to work with us while we were there. His name is Tobias. And uh, we actually brought that suit that he's wearing from America for him. It's, it fit him perfectly. And... Uh, but I could see after we gave him the suit that maybe on the next trip we're going to need to bring him some reading glasses. <laughs> this was the Sunday that we were on the island. We um, held the Sunday morning services, and uh, the church probably doesn't look quite like the church that you go to on Sunday. This church has a dirt floor and metal tin sides, but... Um, it's not really important what your church looks like. It's more important what your heart looks like when you've come, come to worship the Lord. We brought them a banner uh, that they could put up in the church. Uh, Wakinga Baptist Church is the name of the church there on the island. 
and Paige brought them a little little poster um, about the New Life Camp Kenya that they're wanting to start uh, there on the island that uh, Mr. Dave was mentioning. We've, we've helped them to purchase some property for the camp over there, but we haven't um, started any buildings yet. So you can be praying with us about as, as that new ministry starts there on the island. One evening I popped them some popcorn, and that was, uh, that was kind of a new experience for them. So they, they really enjoyed that. This is, uh, this is the Christian school that Pastor Joshua has started, that the, the building is being built for, that I showed you the pictures of. And uh, there's El, um, Harriet, Eliezer's wife, all the way on the left there, the head teacher. There's a picture of her in page. This is uh, Pastor Joshua in the middle and uh, Eliezer on the right. And you'll see them in the video in just a minute. But pretty soon our time on the island had come to an end and the plane came to pick us up and uh, carry us back to the capital city of Kenya, which is Nairobi. And uh, we spent a, a day uh, in southern Kenya at one of the national parks. This is, uh, you may have heard of Mount Kilimanjaro, and uh, that's a mountain that's the the highest point on the African continent, and it's right on the equator and has snow up on top year-round. It's a, it's a beautiful mountain. We saw some animals there while we were there. Kenya is a very beautiful country. The people are beautiful, and, and the, the landscape is beautiful as well. I even saw a few elephants. Now I'll show you uh, about a 10-minute video um, as, we, as we finish up here. and Maybe you'll be able to understand their accents. I'm 13. And then the mother 
John, my friend, that accepted Jesus yesterday. He does not know this yet. But the t-shirt that he is wearing. The uh, Carolina Tar Heels. That school is only a few kilometers from my home in America. <laughs> so I don't know how he got that shirt, but it makes me feel at home. Let me just say, um, before I close in prayer, you know, um, we've, we've taken a lot of people um, to Kenya on mission trips, and, and I, would, uh, I would open up that opportunity for any of you that um, would be feeling led to go on a trip like that. Um, we, we have uh, multiple trips a year uh, that we do to Kenya. Um, I think we, we may be doing one in early summer, uh, this coming summer, 
that uh, would be when you're out of school. But uh, you'd be praying. I know that if, uh, if you did a trip like that, it would, I know it would have an impact on your life um, as it did on mine, as the trips have on mine. But um, I want, want to, to make that available to you if, if you are feeling the Lord uh, leading you to do something like that. We would certainly um, would love for you to be able to go. Let me just uh, close this my time in word of prayer. Dear Lord, I just uh, I thank you for this day. Lord, I thank you for um, Camp Tapawingo and for these kids and, and the others, Lord, that uh, gave toward this missionary offering that is, is being used in Kenya. Dear Lord, as we have seen um, how that money is being used and for the ministry that Eliezer is having in the schools there and uh, continuing to disciple those children there. Lord, we pray that uh, that ministry would continue, um, if that's your will, Lord. We pray for the camp that is getting ready to be built over there. Lord, um, we don't see how all the details can can be worked out for a camp like that some 8,000 miles away, but we know that that's not, not a problem that's too big for you. And Lord, we will trust you for, um, for working all that out. Dear Lord, I thank you for uh, these kids that have come here for this retreat this weekend, Lord, and we um, we can only help but see how their commitment to you can have a big difference uh, even in this this part of East Tennessee, Lord, for reaching people for Christ. And uh, thank you for um, Paul and, and Dave and the others on staff here, Lord, as they continue to... Uh, reach others for Christ here and disciple them. Lord, uh, go with us now as we um, enjoy the rest of this retreat this weekend. And we'll give you all the honor and glory for this. And we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.